Welcome back to Remember Country Music. This week I got to hang out with Texan Andrew Wade. We talked all about how he got into music and what keeps him going. We also talked about how I stumbled across him through an Instagram post by another incredible songwriter. His newest project, The Last Few Years, is out now. Andrew Wade on the RCM Podcast. Coming at you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Remember Country Music Podcast. Uh, as usual, I'm your host, Kyle Corbelson. Today, I'm really excited. I get to hang out with Andrew Wade. I, uh, I, I, I stumbled across Andrew, what, about, I think, honestly, like two, three weeks ago or something like that. I don't, I think it may have been on Instagram somewhere. Um, but then I also saw, and I'm sure I saw your post about this. So I'm sure that a lot of people have said this, but you, you recently came out with a record and um, it's phenomenal. We're going to talk about it. I absolutely love it. And um, I just think it's a great collection of songs, but I think the reason why I was like, oh man, like who is this guy, right? I'm from New Jersey. You're from Texas. Our pads would never cross except for a, 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 a social media miracle, right? And I saw that um, <laughs> someone that I loved on Instagram, uh, uh, Jack Ingram, uh, you know, posted about your record, and I was like, "Wow, this is cool." And what what he wrote was 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 a very true thing when it came to you know, like, who cares how you listen to it? Just listen to it. So I I, I really enjoyed that part. But Andrew, I want to thank you for coming to hang out with me. I uh, I appreciate it. I'm excited to get to talk a little bit. We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff, and I'm just excited to get to know you a little bit here. Thanks, man. I appreciate you having me on here. I, I'm excited to do it. And yeah, that uh, that Jack that Jack post kind of did a lot of things in a real short time period. Uh, yeah, I did not uh, I did not expect that. I happened to just hand hand him a CD at a uh, at a writers conference in Austin um, a couple of days before he made that post. And uh, I, I I don't know what happened. I I didn't hardly even talk to him really, but. Uh, <laughs> He was, he was, he was really cool. Like you said, he was very genuine, very, you know, uh, uh, straightforward and, uh, didn't say a whole lot to me, but when I saw that post, actually I had a friend of mine send it to me before I even saw it. <laughs> and, uh, he sent me a screenshot and I went and looked and went, holy cow. And then from that point on my poor phone, it did not stop buzzing. I had, I had to turn it off on a silent and say, look, I got to go to bed. I gotta, I gotta get up in the morning for a job. So. Uh, that's that was, uh, that was really cool that's unbelievable and i would imagine just looking down and being like wow because you're right like you know you were you were, you were playing on a writer's conference right and and you were just you're just singing your songs that, that you wrote that, that you love that you stand behind um and you just you had a cd and you handed a CD, and that's the power of music that's the power yeah. of music <laughs> you know what i mean like what he said in the post he said i don't even have a cd player now granted i do in my car because i drive an old car <laughs> so i get to listen to cds when they're when they are um available but um it's true it's it's not the point of 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 what he was listening to it doesn't matter it's just the point that you put your heart into your songs and that was the important part right and that's probably why he made that post because he didn't get to yeah. talk to him, but he got to hear you so that's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he did. He did. And, and, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was really neat hearing, hearing his feedback on some of my stuff, you know, somebody who has that kind of, of, uh, experience knowledge, you know, under their belt. Um, it, it, I learned, I learned quite a bit from listening to him and, and a couple of the other, uh, I guess, mentor panelists, whatever you want to call them mm -hmm. that were there that day. And, uh, it was, it was really neat. I, I, I was quite, uh, 
quite flattered that they you know, they thought that that much of me. Yeah, and that's that's you know that's that's an encouraging thing, especially when you're when you're just trying to get your your voice out there, right? Yeah, I, mean, I feel like for any for anyone who's trying to do anything, uh, whether you have a mentor uh, of someone that you've looked up to or just someone that's kind of done it all, and like you would appreciate things that they're saying, even if they said one positive thing about you, like they liked your beard, even that's just an <laughs> a, 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 a encouraging thing, right? Um, yeah. you know, so, so that's really cool. And I think that that's kind of cool how I kind of found you and, and, and how that brought us here. Um, why don't we talk about your music journey a little bit? Where, where did it start for you? I'm sure that's probably a long lengthy thing. I mean, I, I, I never, I never really like to use the word influence as influences, because I think that just pigeonholds you, but, but like, what do you like? What are you listening to? You know, why did you decide to put music out in the first place? Um, man, I, I don't. I can't really say I had like a defining moment that made me just want to, uh, I think it was just kind of, uh, as a kid growing up, uh, I, you know, my mom would put on, uh, George Strait or something cassette player. And, uh, I don't remember all this, but she will tell stories all day long about how I, I was jumping up and down in the front seat of her car and singing away to, uh, Amarillo by morning and all this other stuff. And, um, I don't know. It was it, music was always a big thing for me uh, as a kid, uh, even now, obviously now. But you know, I had be mowing the lawn. I had to have a cassette player. That was my thing. I didn't really need a whole lot, but as long as I had my t my tapes and I could I could listen to my music, I was good. And then I guess my fourteenth, fifteenth birthday, I asked for a guitar, and um, because I'd been kind of trying to write songs without music and that doesn't work uh, that's that's just really bad poetry um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but no I, I i you know i i enjoyed that part so i i asked for a guitar and for christmas and i got it and uh, took two lessons uh, from two separate fellows both were pointless i hated it i, I couldn't stand it um, so i i ended up uh, uh getting uh or teaching myself Luckily, by that time, the internet was up and moving um, with that little, you know, dial-up tone in the background. And uh, I was able to teach myself, you know, basically just listening to old Lone Star and, and Garth Brooks and Brooks and Dunn and all this stuff, picking up songs that I already kind of knew, that I knew what they needed to sound like, and started figuring out what the chords were. And from that point on, it was dynamite. It just it it kind of went from there. and started writing my own stuff shortly after that and actually put it to music. And then I got to high school and everybody realized what I was doing and, uh, had me going to FFA as a, I guess a talent contest type thing that, uh, that they put on and, and they signed me up for that without my knowledge. I was very <laughs> happy about that. Uh, but it turned out to be really cool. And I uh, ended up going to to the state conference and, and getting to play in front of, I don't know how many people up there in Lubbock, uh, in their basketball arena at tech there. And I remember playing a song I, I wrote that, uh, who I am, which I've rewritten, I guess now, but at the time, everybody thought it was pretty dang cool. And I remember seeing all the cell phone screens going with the rhythm of the waltz. And that was, that was probably the moment I realized that I wanted to be an artist, not just, you know, playing guitar, I guess. That probably was it. So, uh, so there maybe, you can, maybe there you can was. pinpoint it. There you go. Yeah, I guess there, as I'm sitting here talking, yeah. Um, and then from there, it, 
it went from 90 to nothing trying to find little shows i was still in high school and i was working and on the weekends try to find where we would let me play you know at yeah. 17 18 years old and um been doing it ever since i mean just just kind of picking away at it i did a couple different bands that i was a part of and then uh Took a couple of years off and right about the time COVID hit, I started to, to think, you know, I had enough songs in my, in my, uh, in my, uh, my portfolio that I could, uh, I could, you know, put something together and, yeah. um, finally was able to put all the pieces parts. And here we are with the last few years, which was go. kind of the part reason for the title of it. it was what I'd kind of been working on trying to get back to what I thought my sound was not necessarily with, you know the people the guys i was playing with i mean i you know they were brothers of the road and i i love them all but if i was doing something just strictly for myself that's what came out of this so that was right right and that's that. that's important too when you see the aspect of a band right um yeah yeah like like there, there's so many different uh flavors if that's the word you want to use when it comes to comes to you know what people like and and yeah, you may be singing the songs but they have they may have other ideas of kind of what kind of music that you want to put so the there's a saying obviously of like too many hands in a pot and that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, for you, the, the, if you're by yourself, you can totally decide what you want to put out. So, you know, thank God you did. Cause this record's fantastic. But I, 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 I saw a tweet the other day and I, and I'm, and I'm kind of curious, uh, you being a Texas guy, I'm kind of curious what you think here is that, um, for me, it's it's basically I listen to two things. I listen to country music and then I listen to rock and roll. It's basically the two things I listen to. Um, I would say it's a pretty even split, although a lot of my friends here in New Jersey probably say that it's not an even split, but that's just because they've never heard the amount of country music out of a speaker than they've heard out of my car. So so you know, <laughs> it's probably not an even split, but but I, I would say it's pretty 50-50. And uh, I read a tweet where someone said um, rock and roll is still here, right? It just kind of moves to Texas. It just kind of moved down to Texas. And, yeah. and I feel like a lot of that Texas, it's either you get two things in Texas, you get like that traditional sound, and then you get that red dirtish sound, which I would consider, you know, like a Southern rock or Southern, or just rock and roll. Mm -hmm. um, so, so is that what you're seeing down there in Texas? I mean, obviously you have more of a, more of a traditional aspect to it um, when it comes to what you're putting out. Um but is that what you're seeing down there in Texas? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, gosh, I I would say rock, uh, rock country, um, like you said, uh, blues. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of a lot of blues guys, and uh, and and kind of more, I guess the what would you call like the the Americana uh, yeah. type vibe too. And I guess it all it all kind of falls under one umbrella if you really wanted to, to look at it. But yeah. Uh, I would, yeah, I would say it. That's country and rock, you know, all of the and all their their subgenres. Right. Uh, yeah, that's that's that's. I would say the majority of what you're hearing uh, yeah. down here. Like I'm, 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 that that's that's kind of the gauge that I'm getting, and it's funny. Like when you pull out bands like a Whiskey Myers and things, and they're definitely mm -hmm. more rock than they are country, but they're there's a lot oh, of country yeah. influence in there too. And I was even having a conversation today, and I was like. You know, um, unfortunately, that like 2000s pop that that are that 2000s pop, like pop punk kind of deal, like Nickelbacks and like Hinders and mm -hmm. um, Three Doors Down, like those those bands that, you know, I grew up. That's a lot of what I listened to growing up. You know, you don't you don't necessarily hear that. And that's all because if, if you played 
you know, someone who's 13, 14 years old, something like that. Now I guarantee you they could be like, oh, that's country. Or they could, or yeah. if you told them it was country, they'd probably agree. Um, <laughs> so I think it's crazy that, that, you know, the way everything's kind of going, not that it's good or bad. I just think it's kind of ironic that, you know, it's, it's, it's become that. It's what I'm basically yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, uh, I was talking to a guy myself at, at one point and, uh, he had made the comment about how, I guess things had, it was, it was interesting seeing how, if you look at the big picture of everything with music, how back in the forties, fifties, that every, there wasn't any genres. There wasn't like a country station or a rock station. They all played the same stuff. And then you look at it now, how everything's divided up, but it's funny how, if you change the stations on the right stations, you really don't hear a difference. Yeah. Uh, obviously pop is the predominant sound, you know, coming but it all out sounds the same it, anyway, but, but it does. I mean, even, even the stuff that that's poppy, but it's, you know, a little harder or more country or whatever, you know, you could still cut the vocals, cut everything. I just hit the baseline and let that ride. And, uh, and it would, you'd never know what song no. it was. Yeah. Right. But that's it's it's really neat you know, how it, it it's just the, the fluid of the fluid of the art, I guess, and how uh how just like everything, you know, clothing or anything else comes back around and right natural flow of things, I that's guess. That's right. That's right. So why don't we dive into this kind of this record here? I really want to kind of uh hone in. Typically when I when I um you know do an episode and, and people come out with music, I, I don't always go song by song um i'm not saying that's necessarily what we're going to do but i really kind of want to kind of want to hear uh, your perspective on this record uh, and i just kind of want to break it down a little bit because i love it so much um <laughs> you, you know it's five songs it's five songs and i know you're smiling because it's like you know why is this kid from from new jersey saying loves my music right but but i really do i really think it's great um and and these five songs i can tell that one, it is it is country music to the core, and you're wearing your heart on your sleeve with these five songs. So you are you are telling a absolute story from song one to song five, and you know it's true, it's honest, it's raw, and it's great. And um, you know if you're listening to this right now and you and you haven't listened to the CP, uh, please just go you know go go on to Spotify, go on Apple Music, whatever you, whatever you listen to. Um, you know, honestly, I wish I had the actual hard, hard CD, but if it, if if uh, you haven't listened to it, please just go listen to it. And, you know, I love to hear your thoughts because I think I think it's great and I think you'll love it. But, um, you know, that being said, this collection of songs, how much does this collection of songs mean to you? Why did you, you know, what what made you decide, you know, these five songs, I'm going to put them together and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and call them the last few years. You know, why? Why was that your choice? Um, that's pretty simple. I, I, uh, songs on there I had written, uh, well, I released it back in November. So I guess about 21, I should say. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I pretty much songs that I've written since 2015 and until now, and it was the best five that I thought I had. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, as far as the, the hard copy, I got you, I used to get address later. All right. Uh, I got, I got a couple of them still. Uh, right. but, uh, I guess I, I just kind of write my life. I don't, I don't really have a great story. Uh, uh, like I mentioned before, you know, with that conference, uh, one of the ladies there, Liz Rose had asked me if, uh, if I'd ever co-written with anybody. And I said, yeah, you know, maybe two or three songs in my lifetime. And she'd asked if any of these were, I said, no, I, these are all just, this is what I sit down and, and 
what comes out of my head. I'll try to polish it until it looks right. But uh, yeah, it, it's just moments of my life. Uh, it's uh, uh, nothing, nothing real special about it. Yeah. I well, I think that's why I love it so much because I think that you that you are truly just being honest with like with who you are. You know, I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but you got nothing to lose. You're putting all this out there. You know, it's 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 all gas, no break. I mean, you know, you're putting it out for you and, and if the right person hears it, they're going to recognize how, how, you know, how raw and untouched and how, how, how great it is. And, and, and that is why, that is why music means so much to people for songs like that, for, for, for songs where you're putting it on your sleeve and you're telling it how it is, you're not beating around the bush and you're not, you're not like, like I know you can tell when someone write, wrote a song and that stuff didn't really happen to them. And they're just kind of writing the song right. for a universal purpose. You're writing songs that are stuff that you really feel strongly about and stuff that you, that you just kind of want to portray. You may not know how to say it, but you know how to sing it. So, um, you know, I think that that's, that's the important, the, the importance of it. Um, for me, my favorite song, if I had to tell you, was Greener Pastures. I'm not really sure why, but when I listened <laughs> to that song, I said, yeah, like I, so what I, what I typically do, and this is really bad is, is I go on and like, I'll listen to like a quick couple, few seconds of a song. Right. And that doesn't mean I won't listen to the rest of it. If I listen to it and I'm like, oh, like this person's great. Then I go back, listen to the whole project. Um, and then I decide, you know, how I want to go about it. But I listened to that song and there was something about it. It could have been your tone. It could have been, could have been the words. I'm not sure. But, you know, sitting on this couch, I sat back in my chair and I said, wow, don't know who this guy is, but I want to know. So um, that is, that, that's got to be my favorite song on the project. But um, break it down. What, what, what kind of, what is the one for you where like, if you had to play it live, if, you, if someone said, Hey, Andrew, like, I want you to play one song, sell yourself off this project. I want to hear one song. What song are you going to play? Oh, hell. Um, you know, I, I, I would, I would hope, uh, you know, I, it would probably be greener pastures. Um, just give in. It's kind of yeah. along the same lines in my head. It'd be a, it'd be a tough choice, but I would think I would I would end up going with Greener Pastures just because um, I think it's probably a better written song. I, I had better ideas that night than I did the other night, so uh, um, I think I I think that would be yeah. my go to. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think that's a great song. I really do. I think it's a great song. Why? You know when I know that was a, that was a question. It's like trying to pick your favorite kid. What what what's what, yeah. what, what song are you going to pick? That's going to be your quote unquote song that, that kind of, that kind of, you know, gives it all. But um, it's, it's amazing that, that these five songs have been, have been all, you know, none of them are co-written and, and that's cool. Um, and that's how, you know, how, how, you know, how true they are to you. Um, I personally, whenever when people, when people say they co-write can't, can't wrap my head around it. Can't do it because it's just yeah. like, I understand why people do it. I'm sure it helps them pump out so many songs. But for me, I'm just like, and I use this example week in and week out. And I know that there's going to be people saying, hey, it's time to change up your example. But it's like putting a good idea that you think is good into a group project and, and the smart kid come back and say, mm -mm, that's not right. Um, yeah. And there's that whole side of it. But I also feel like it kind of some, sometimes holds you back, back a little bit in what you want to say. I don't know if you mm -hmm. agree with me or not, but oh yeah, yeah. I've, the couple times I've tried to co-write, it's 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 worked, but it's definitely a different way of writing for me. Where I'm sitting here trying to more play the formula of how things are supposed to go rather than 
for me as it being prim primarily music has just been an outlet to begin with. I just mm -hmm. happened to been blessed by God to be able to, you know, to have some talent with it. So it, it you know, being an outlet foremost, writing for myself and doing anything, but just putting my feelings on paper. But then when you factor in somebody else, well, they may not even know what you're talking about or not really get the feel where you're going. And, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a learning process trying to, trying to write with other folks, but you know, something it's, it's, it's definitely necessary if you're trying to be in this business. So I'm right. trying to get better at it and trying to do more of it. I mean, it's, 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 it's a game, as I like to say, you know, it, it's kind of mm -hmm. that thing where you kind of just have to keep cracking at it until, you know, it either works or, or, you know, it works enough for you where you say, okay, I'm happy. You know I mean? There, the one story that I love to hear is that, um, I don't know, I'm sure you know of this name, but a guy by the name of Larry Fleet, um, he's put out, he's put a full record. He's put out a couple of records, but, um, he just put out his first one under, under a label, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, it was in 2021, but, uh, the greatest story that I, that I've heard from him was, was this, and it was Larry's, I think Larry's about in, like in his forties, you know, late thirties, early forties. And, um, you know, he's, he's like one of the, he's a very big name in terms of country music, but you know, his thing was, is, you know, I, I gave it my shot. He gave it a shot when he was young. It didn't really work out for him, um, you know, in his early twenties. And, you know, he had a really good job and he said, I made a lot of money and he went ahead and, you know, made that money. And, and in one of his songs, he always says, you know, I went, to, I, I played, I played music on the weekends. I either played for tips or I played for beer. It was one of the two, sometimes both. Right. And he even said he, you know, he was like, I, I had fun doing it. And it just so happened the right person's heard me sing at the right time. And that was Jake Owen who has his own label and whatever. Um, mm. And basically it was like, come on the road with me, quit your job. And, you know, the rest is history. And obviously there's a little bit more to that, but basically what happened was the right person heard at the right time. And I, I remember saying to him, I said, Larry, do you like, did you enjoy doing what you were doing? Even though, you know, you weren't, it wasn't your living. And he said, yeah. He said, you know, why do we get, why do we get, why do we play music? Because we play music because we love it. We play music because we want to tell our story and we, we write songs for that purpose. You know, if you're doing it for the money, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's always that thing where it's like, it, it is a game. It, you know, you have to do it your way. I think you're doing it your way and that's important, but what motivates, you, you know, why, why, why do you get up? Why do you say, I'm going to write a song today? Or why do you say, Hey, I'm going to go play at a bar or, you know, go play the set or that set. Like why, what motivates you to get up and keep doing it? Like, why do you love it so much? I, I, I wish there were, I could give you a good reason. It's, it's, uh, it's more of like a, like a, a, a weird addiction, you know, like, like I said, I took that break there for about two years. And, and then when I kind of started back up, a friend of mine just kind of wanted me to get up and start getting on stage, you know, song swapping, uh, with her. And we did a couple shows and, and, you know, there's something about um, just being up there and, 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 uh, and entertaining people, but also knowing you're, you're kind of tugging at their heartstrings or, or, you know, getting them riled up. It was just, it was, I don't know. I, it, it just, it's, it's like a weird drug, like a weird itch that you can't scratch and you can kind of ignore it. But, um, it's, if, if you can, you're a different breed because once you kind of feel it, it's, it's hard to let go of. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that that is, is the same when it comes to pumping out music? Like you just put, you know, you just put this record out in November. Do you, are you already like ready to roll? Are you already trying to do more? Do you want, do you want more people to hear, especially, you know, with, with, 
how great it sounds are you saying like because you like you said you you know you took a little bit of a break there and then you kind of came back and now you're back and and you you know you hit it head on are you excited do you want to put more out do you is that something you're excited to do oh yeah yeah i uh i'm i'm I mean, I've got a, I've got a catalog. I could throw something together pretty shortly, yeah. uh, if, if I had to, um, but I, I, I guess I, when I got a, when I got back to it, uh, it was a little, it was a little rough going into it, but once I got back in the groove, um, uh, it's, it's, it's been kind of just like riding the wave, you know, uh, and going along with it. I learned a lot at that, like I said, at that, at that workshop and, uh, learning what I need to start doing as far as, you know, trying to get booking agent, uh, which would be awesome because I would, as I am right now, staying you know, fairly busy, but, uh, still with the 40 hour work uh, yeah. or day job, you know, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it'd be nice to have that help that way. I'm not sitting here, you know, playing double duty all the time. Right. And, uh, you know, little. I guess I've, I've, I've gotten to the point now where I'm, I'm kind of wanting to, uh, you know, take it, take it more, take it more by the horns than I was before. When I was younger, it was, I were just having fun. We're partying, you know, we think we're rock stars and like back at old pictures. I, we weren't, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you I see know, that it, picture of you with the long hair. I, that's out there. It's on your yeah, Instagram. I see it. Yeah. 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 It's, it's still hanging around, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's uh it's something i'm definitely trying to hit a little harder but i want to be smarter about it and not not go burning myself up trying to you know play three shows or four show whatever to the point where I've, i have no you know time uh to sleep or anything else yeah. um so yeah I, I think just being a little older wiser and, and having a better strategy going into it hopefully this kind of does a little bit better but yeah i'm i'm hitting it head on as hard as i can hit it that's exciting i think that's important and i think the ambition that the ambition that's there that's also really important that shows that you know you kind of want to give it a go um you know everything else i'm a firm believer in you know the good people and the people who work hard that you know everything will always kind of work out it might move a little bit slower right but it might happen so so i think you know you do all the right things people are going to come knocking and you're you know you're doing the right things your sounds great your songs are great and you know that's where it starts and you know obviously you're a great person so if if you do everything the right way i'm, I'm a firm believer that someone someone is going to hit you in the emails or like in the dms <laughs> they're going to come up to you and say hey you know i want this i want that like what like can we do this, that, and the other thing, right? So, I'm I'm a yeah. pretty firm believer in things like that, and and I think it'll come to you, and I think that that you're super talented, and everything you got going on is fantastic, and um, you know, I, I'm very excited to see what's up the pipe. I'm very excited to see uh, what you got in that in that like I like to call the demo jail. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'd imagine you got some great things. I imagine you got some great things on paper that aren't even in the demo jail yet. So, uh, I'm super excited to hear them all. Um, and I just think you're great. Thank you. For, thank you so much for coming hanging out with me. I, I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, I, man. I sure appreciate you having me. Appreciate it. Everybody, you can go follow Andrew uh, on Instagram. At Andrew Wade Music, all one word. And you can go stream his uh, his uh, newest record um, the last few years. Wherever you listen to music, um, go stream it, go share it, go love it, go share it with your friends. Like I always say, share it with your family, share it with the random lady walking down the street. I don't care. Just share it. It's fantastic. 
Um, and this is 100% not the last time you're going to hear this, this name because I'm telling you, these songs are amazing. Um, and if you are a music fan, if you are a songwriter fan, you will love it. Uh, I promise. So go, go, go do all the great things. Like I say, each week, week in and week out. Everybody, this is another episode of the Member Country Music Podcast. You can remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars if you love the episode and follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. New episodes come out every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to it, it's there. Go stream it, like I always say, and uh, keep tuning in week in and week out. I really do appreciate it. Uh, This is another episode of RCM Podcast. I'm Kyle Quokes. That's Andrew Wade. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now.